This is 680-CJOB. I'm Brett McGarry. This week on the Couch Potatoes, we've got our March movie preview, plus... I'm Jeff Braun. We'll also talk about a few movies we've seen lately, including the Lego Batman movie and John Wick Chapter 2. But we start with the March movie preview... Hugh Jackman puts on his adamantium a wolverine claws one last time in this weekend's Logan. Logan, what did you do? Charles, the world is not the same as it was. Mutants. They're gone now. Logan is the third in the standalone Wolverine series following X-Men Origins Wolverine and Wolverine. As we heard in that clip, Wolverine says all the mutants are gone. But wait, are they? Logan meets a mysterious kid who seems to have mutant powers. Beneath the She's like you. Of time. Very much like you. The feelings disappear. She needs our help. You are someone to come along. Someone has come along. So Logan and Professor X, who looks to be in very rough shape, by the way, take this little Wolverine girl under their wing as they fight a group of bad guys led by Boyd Holbrook. He plays the main DEA guy in the Netflix series Narcos. The big headline about Logan for many months now is that it's R-rated. Deadpool was R-rated and did fantastically well last year, so why not a Wolverine movie? After all, when there's an F-bomb available to drop in the other X-Men movies, Wolverine's the one who gets to drop it. So, here he can do it all he wants. Professor X even gets in on the fun. He dropped an F-bomb in one of the trailers. And there will undoubtedly be a lot more blood splatter in the fight scenes. The reviews have been terrific. It's at 94% at last check on Rotten Tomatoes. Some are saying the best superhero movie ever. Can't wait to find out for myself. You still have time. Also out this weekend, a comedy called Table 19. Today will not suck. Hi. Hello, my God. I am Renzo. I've achieved puberty and I'm in a rock band. I'm Walter and I've also reached puberty. I'm Francie Milner's first nanny. I can smell the toilets from here. That's how well we know the bride and groom. I'm Eloise. I got dumped by Francie's brother, the uh, best man back there at table one. Oh, no kidding. This is a great table. It's a great one. (laughs) No, it isn't. Yeah, it is. (laughs) No, it isn't. Anna Kendrick plays a character named Eloise McGarry who is the ex-maid of honor for a wedding after she got dumped. We didn't think you'd be coming. You RSVP'd no, and then yes, on an RSVP card that you barbecued. After two years, you break up with me over text? Good luck with your future endeavors? Were you firing me? What the- Right here. She goes to the wedding anyway, by herself, and ends up seated with five random guests at table 19. Those guests are played by Lisa Kudrow, Craig Robinson, Stephen Merchant, Tony Revolori, and June Squibb. Through these random losers, she learns valuable lessons about friendship and then meets some hunky new guy or something. The trailer showed promise at the beginning, but then it gets schmaltzy near the end, and it is indeed getting mostly bad reviews. You know what Francie's mother calls Table 19? The table that should have known to send regrets, but not before sending something nice off the registry. What? The table that could disappear in the middle of the wedding and no one would even notice. A table of people they don't care about? How are we doing back here? Let's go. What if you came here for a different reason today? 
What if you went away with something better? Like a day beautiful. Do you ever have that kind of day where the things that come so easily to everyone else just seem so elusive? No. Yeah, me neither. Also new this weekend, an early candidate for this year's Razzies, Sam Worthington from Avatar stars in The Shack. Car leaves in 20 seconds. We gotta go. Let's go. Do you think the princess should have a red dress like mine? Red it is. Where's Missy? Missy! Where's Missy? Sorry, Mac, they haven't seen her. Missy! He plays a guy whose kid goes missing on a camping trip. He is, of course, devastated to the point where he can only whisper his dialogue so low that sometimes the audience cannot even hear what he's saying. He also gets a mysterious letter in his mailbox that points him back to the woods, and more specifically, the shack in the woods. The letter showed up in my mailbox with no tracks in the snow. You're not thinking about going back there, are you? I gotta do something. You know, this isn't a good idea. It's crazy, but this is all I got. I sort of feel bad for Sam Worthington, I think. He was the star of the biggest movie of all time, Avatar. Before that, the biggest movie of all time was Titanic, and that made the previously unknown Kate Winslet into a superstar. He even made Leo star burn more brightly. And now Sam Worthington has to settle for this tripe. This is incredible. He's still having a hard time believing this is real. Why did you bring me here? There's no easy answer that'll take your pain away. Where were you when I needed you? I never left you. I never left this. What? Stop whispering. Anyways, that was Octavia Spencer whispering at him there. She plays an angel or something. As it turns out, the shack is a, a gate to heaven or something like that. Spencer deserves better than this too. She is an Oscar for God's sake. The reviews have not been kind to the shack. 7% on Rotten Tomatoes. Faith-based movies rarely impress critics, but apparently this is particularly bad. Just skip it. On, moving on now to March 10th. This one is bound to be a monster hit. These are photos of an island in the South Pacific. The place where myth and science meet. We use explosives to shake the earth, helping us to map the surface of the island. You're dropping bombs. Mm. Scientific instruments. I see Is that a monkey? Yeah, a really big one. It's Kong Skull Island. Magnificent. You knew that thing was out here? I'm sorry for your manker. But if you want to make their sacrifice worthwhile, get us home with proof. Monsters exist. Your friend there can put that down. I am King Kong. I'm King Kong. Kong Skull Island is a reboot of the King Kong franchise and joins the legendary pictures Monsterverse alongside Godzilla. Set in the 1970s, a team of explorers heads to an uncharted island in the Pacific. What the hell is this place? That's Kong. He's king around here. Kong's pretty good king. Keeps to himself, mostly. 
Well, you don't go into someone's house and start dropping bombs unless you're picking a fight. I'm King Kong. This has a stellar cast. Brie Larson, who recently won an Oscar for Room. Tom Hiddleston, a.k.a. Loki, from the other MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Samuel L. Jackson, John Goodman, Corey Hawkins, who is currently starring in the Fox series 24 Legacy. He was in Straight Outta Compton, as well as The Walking Dead. And John C. Riley. And of course, there's King Kong. Kong's god on the island. But the devils live below us. And what are they called? I call them skull crawlers. Why? Never said that name out loud before. It sounds stupid now that I say. Just you call them whatever you want. These skull crawlers, they're other monsters. Kong isn't the only monster on Skull Island. There are lots of them. And the runtime is just under two hours, which makes it at least an hour shorter than Peter Jackson's overblown garbage from 2005. It's a good group of boys. We're all gonna die together out here. <laughs> you shouldn't have come here. More of the Couch Potatoes March movie preview up next. You're listening to the Couch Potatoes. I'm Brett. He's Jeff. We are the Couch Potatoes doing our March movie preview. And we're on to March 17th, where there is a big movie from Disney. Papa? Now, you must leave here. This castle is alive. Who's there? Do you wish to take your father's place? Come into the light. Maybe big isn't the word. How about beastly, as in beauty and the beast? Look at her. What if she is the one? <sighs> the one who'll break the spell. Hello. You can talk. Well, of course he can talk. Hello. Pleased to meet you. The master's not as terrible as he appears. You sure about that? He sounds grumpy. It's the latest live-action adaptation from Disney, retooling their old animated classics like The Jungle Book, Cinderella, and Maleficent. And now, can you believe it's been 25 years since the animated Beauty and the Beast? Emma Watson, or Hermione from Harry Potter, plays Belle, and Luke Evans is Gaston. I say we kill the beast! Oh, that Gaston, he's just so smug. The supporting cast includes Ewan McGregor as Lumiere, Stanley Tucci as Cadenza, Emma Thompson as Mrs. Potts, Ian McKellen as Cogsworth, and Josh Gad as the first openly gay character in a Disney movie, LeFou. Kevin Klein plays Belle's dad, Maurice, and Dan Stevens plays the Beast. Think of the one thing you've always wanted. I'll find it in your mind's eye. The first Beauty and the Beast was a huge hit back in 1991. This is also bound to be a huge hit. Don't be afraid. I'm not afraid. Dan Stevens, by the way, was in Downton Abbey, I believe. And, uh, oh, he was. He's also in the FX show Legion. So I just made that connection now. Downton fans are kind of mad at him. He sort of ruined the show. But whatever. He ruined he Downton? Qu- he quit it on purpose, and they had to radically change a bunch of storylines to suit him, and it didn't really go as... It was a kind of a jerky reaction. It was bad. 
Oh. Yeah. Well, Dan Stevens, he, he betrayed the Ab- Abinites? What do you call yourselves? Downheads. <laughs> I don't know. Awesome. I like it. <laughs> Downheads. All right. So let's move on now to March 24th. Do you recognize this music? It's from the new film adaptation of this. Power Rangers! Yes, like the mighty Morphin Power Rangers, which first debuted in 1993. For years, they have been making these shows for kids, although many have argued the shows have been too violent for kids, but it is a hugely successful franchise, and now a fresh adaptation for the big screen. Just to remind me of my screw-up? You know, I don't think we're ever going to understand each other. They're going to come here every Saturday just to graduate with all these other weirdos and criminals. Turns out our five heroes are a bunch of detention heads, like the Breakfast Club. Feeling like outcasts, they befriend each other and head out where they find something big and weird. None of us really know each other. We're all screw-ups. But somehow... We were all in the same place at the same time when Billy found those coins. And those different colored coins have given them mysterious powers. Guys, check out how we glow. I'm blue! (laughs) I'm black! What? I am. No, you're not! (laughs) Do you feel weird? We're strong. Insanely strong. The answer to what is happening to you is here. That was the voice of Brian Cranston, by the way, as Zordon. Elizabeth Banks, meanwhile, plays Rita Repulsa. I've killed Rangers before. The TV show was silly and corny, and it was for kids. But the movie... They appear to be taking a slightly more grown-up approach to it to make it appealing to both young and old. And I think they might be on to something here because I think it looks kind of cool. And the young and old thing works because a lot of people who would have been kids in the 90s are all grown up now and probably have their own kids. So here's hoping it's not too bad. You were born for this. I will destroy everything. She is pure evil. It's Morphin Time. Also on March 24th from the Unnecessary Remake Department, it's the movie version of the 70s cop show Chips. We're the California Highway Patrol. This job is crucial. Without us out there, come on! No one could get hurt! California Highway Patrol think they have some crooked cops. They want you to go on the inside. Go in the cover within the department? That's awesome. We put you with a rookie named John Baker. So who am I playing? Francis Llewellyn Poncharello. Are the first two female names? <laughs> Michael Pena stars as Ponch, and Kristen Bell's husband, Dak Shepard, stars as the other one in what is almost certainly a terrible movie. Or is it? You've had 23 surgeries. If you can ride a motorcycle, I'll give you that. Yes, ma'am. Like a mother. No. 
What's up, I'm John. Pontrella. Awesome, man, we're partners. Let's kick this off with the real what? thing. Oh, dude. If you're homophobic or whatever, that's cool. No, 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 no. You think I'm homophobic? John Baker? The Baker? Oh, yeah. CHP. Pretty badass. Being all suited up for battle. What, looking like UPS drivers? Super cool. Go brown, right? There appears to be a lot of below-the-belt jokes in this. There's still a 14-year-old me that'll laugh every time, too. I mean, 21 Jump Street, the movie worked. Why not this? Especially if they go the same route and basically make it just a raunch comedy that bears no real resemblance to the spirit of the old show. Story-wise, who cares? Yada, yada, yada. They're trying to solve a mystery. What's your job? Find the dirty cops. Check it. You're FBI. Yep. Hey, we need to focus... Are you kidding me right now? I'm just like kind of powerless when it comes to yoga pants, you know? Let's get you out of this parking lot. You have a visible erection. You think you can ride with that? I don't know. <laughs> Not only does he star in a deck, Shepard wrote and directed the Chips movie. Jessica McNamee, Adam Brody, Vincent D'Onofrio, Maya Rudolph, Gene Kazmarek, and Ben Falcone also star. We're like Jay-Z and Beyonce. We are ride or die. I'm Jay-Z. You screw up this case. You're fight. You got a legitimate lead. You face plant in my. No, 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 no. There was no contact. I could have swore I felt either your nose or your lips. Nope. It might have been like a, a little, like a little bit of contact. <laughs> More of the Couch Potatoes March movie preview up next. You are listening to the Couch Potatoes. I'm Brett, he's Jeff. We are the Couch Potatoes, and we are doing our March movie preview. We're on to March 24th, and also on the 24th, there's a space adventure called Life. Hey, guys, it's a girl. Hey! Congratulations. Do you have any idea who the father is? Shut up. <laughs> For story time. All right, let's go. Three, two, one. This is Dr. David Jordan. Our mission is to intercept a research pod from Mars. Life is a star-studded affair with the likes of Ryan Reynolds, Jake Gyllenhaal, Rebecca Ferguson, who was the sexy spy in Mission Impossible Rogue Nation, Hiroyuki Sanada, who's been in lots of stuff, including Lost, Jeff! He was in Lost! He was at the temple in season six. He was Dogen! The movie is about six astronauts on the space station who study material collected from Mars. single cell, biological. I'd hate to jump the gun, but I think it's time. We're looking at the first proof of life beyond Earth. You're finally a daddy. It's gonna be a big custody battle over this one. It's <laughs> <laughs> beautiful. Not so fast. Turns out the biological material they collected appears to be growing, and it is not friendly. These creatures wiped out Mars millions of years ago. If we let it get to Earth... We'll risk all human life. The heartbeats mean it's really serious. Moving on to March 31st, Scarlett Johansson stars in Ghost in the Shell. 
You are the first of your kind, but you're not invulnerable. Maybe next time you can design me better. Ghost in the Shell is a famed Japanese manga series that dates back to 1989. Set in the future, Johansson plays the Major, described as a cyber policewoman tasked with fighting cyber criminals and hackers who attempt to bring down the Hanka Robotics Corporation. Everyone around me, they feel connected to something. Connected to something I'm not. What are you? What is she? She's a full-body prosthesis, a cyborg. saved you and now you save others unfortunately for the major things maybe are not as they seem i don't know who to trust you trust me right i know i have a past i'll find out who i was I don't know anything about this series, but I do know that the Major is Japanese in the source material, so casting Scarlett Johansson in the role was a controversial decision. But the original publisher, Kodansha, has given Johansson a stamp of approval. The movie does look wildly imaginative, with incredible visual effects on display in a colorful and violent world. Everything they told you was a lie. Who are you? They did not save your life. They stole it. Also on March 31st, despite a truly terrible shot at a Polish accent, Jessica Chastain takes on the Nazis in the drama The Zookeeper's Wife. The country's completely overrun. They're forcing Jews out of their homes. They're taking us all to the ghetto. of children. We have room. We could hide them. Bring as many as you can. Based on a true story, Chastain plays the zookeeper's wife, and when things get bad in Poland, she uses her Warsaw Zoo to hide Jews from the Nazis. I don't recognize any of the other names in the cast. They're mostly international, I think. The story, of course, is amazing, but I'm very hesitant about the movie. The truth is, for a heavy drama about the Holocaust, it would probably be released much later in the year if it were actually any good. And seriously, that accent, yikes. Maybe that's why I love animals so much. You look in their eyes, and you know exactly what's in their hearts. Finally, on the 31st from DreamWorks Animation, Alex Baldwin stars... Alex? Alec Baldwin? Stars in a movie called The Boss Baby. The Templetons were making plans for their newest addition. What the damn? Meet your new But this baby has other plans. We babies are having a crisis. Babies aren't getting as much love as we used to. Behold our mortal enemy, puppies. Aww. No, that's exactly the problem. 
Baldwin plays a baby who will, who wears a suit and bosses people around. Have you learned anything? A, B, C, D. No, what have you learned about puppies? Hey, puppy! No, Jimbo, puppies are evil. Stacy, read back the notes. I can't read. What's it say? Boss, period! Oh, it's like they're having their own little meeting. <laughs> Who wants dessert? This is so humiliating. The boss baby's big problem apparently is that a new family puppy will outcute him and take his love and therefore needs to go. Who are you? I'm on a mission. There's not enough love to go around. My job is to find out why. Now give me a double espresso and see if there's some place around here with decent sushi I'd kill for a spicy tuna roll right about now. The Boss Baby also stars Steve Buscemi, Lisa Kudrow, Tobey Maguire, haven't seen him in a long while, and Jimmy Kimmel. It looks sort of funny, but not really. DreamWorks, The Boss Baby. Put that cookie down. Cookies are for closers. Wow. I know, right? Callback to Glengarry Glen Ross. The kids will love it. <laughs> if there's one thing they love, it's, you know, movies based on plays from 30 years ago. <laughs> So yes. that's the boss baby. Sometime this month, finally, we will get the sequel to Train Spotting. Hello, Mark. So, what you been up to for twenty years? A lot of forty-year-olds got very excited when the first trailer for Train Spotting Two came out last fall. A lot of sequels are very unnecessary, and in theory, Train Spotting Two is no exception. But the trailer's killer, and we all sort of realized that we really want this sequel. It made me cry, and I don't even know why. Just a wonderful wave of nostalgia. And she's watching history repeat itself. Twenty years ago, we did a deal. Me, Begbie, Spud, Mark. Mark stole sixteen thousand pounds. Train Spotting 2 picks up 20 years after the events of the first movie, which featured five Scottish drug addicts trying to get rich. We laughed, we cried, we learned about life, and apparently, they're still learning about life. Choose your future. Call the police. What shall I say? Just tell them we're dead. Choose reality TV, standing at the gates of the rich, looking in at the Lamborghinis. Choose a zero-hour contract, a two-hour journey to work, and choose the same for your kids, only worse, until you can see that there'll be nothing left of you to call alive or dead. And then, take a deep breath. The gang is all back in this one. Ewan McGregor, Johnny Lee Miller, Robert Carlyle, Ewan Bremmer, and Kelly McDonald. Director Danny Boyle is back as well. They have all gone on to have successful careers in the last two decades, and they owe it all to train spotting. As for when this comes out, it's hard to say for sure. It came out in January in England. I've seen different ads and posters and postings saying it was coming out in North America on March 3rd, March 10th, March 17th, and March 31st. The latest being that it'll be released wide on the 31st. It will come out sooner or later, just keep your eyes open. You're an addict. So be addicted. Just be addicted to something else. Choose the ones you love. Choose your future. Choose life. That concludes the Couch Potatoes March movie preview. Up next, we'll talk about a whole bunch of movies that we got around to seeing this week. You're listening to the Couch Potatoes. Maui, shapeshifter, demigod of the wind and sea. Hero of men. What? It's actually Maui shapeshifter, demigod of the wind and sea, hero of men. I interrupted from the top, hero of men.
I'm Brett. He's Jeff. We are the Couch Potatoes, and we got a whole bunch of stuff we want to have a quick peek at here. Right now, we're looking at what is coming to home video this upcoming week. What was that, Jeff? That's Moana, starring The Rock, the uh, animated feature. It's also coming out on Digital HD. Already out on Digital HD. Bam, there you go. What about Passengers? That's coming out on Digital HD, I think, as well, starring Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt. And it doesn't really matter because nobody seemed to like that movie when it played in theaters. Yeah, it was uh, very controversial. People were saying it was sort of, uh, I don't want to be flippant here, but it was sort of rapey. Oh, uh, really? So, yeah, that's... So it's uh, got a <clears throat> gross vibe to it. Kind of, yeah, apparently. I don't know. I haven't seen it. Uh, Jackie, the Natalie Portman movie, comes out on Blu-ray and DVD. She, of course, had a Best Actress nomination. And uh, all done Netflix, uh, Riverdale. If you like Riverdale, new episodes coming out weekly on, for that show on Netflix. And on Tuesday, an Amy Schumer stand-up comedy special called The Leather Special. Nice. Uh, so you saw the Lego Batman movie. Lego! Yeah! Uh-huh. You know what it, it is. must be great to be Batman. Batman, we love you! Thank you. I'm blushing super hard under the mask. Thanks, Batman! Drago. Thanks, Batman! Yeah! I can only imagine he's going home right now to party the night away, surrounded by friends and lady activewear models. Hey, computer. I'm home. I'm home. I'm home. Yeah, I saw the Lego Batman movie. It was a lot of fun. I guess it's a sequel or a spinoff to the Lego movie from a couple years ago. I never saw that, so I had the added bonus here of the wow factor for Lego Batman because obviously it's a very different look than other animated movies. It looks like Lego. It actually took me a while to get used to it, Brett, uh, and it's also very fastly paced. Uh, stuff was happening at a rate where I was struggling to keep up with it, but in a good way, and I hope it's just not a sign of me aging because that's going to be very depressing. It certainly didn't drag, and there were nothing so complicated in it that it didn't really matter if you didn't catch every little thing. Uh, multiple viewings will definitely be rewarded, though, with the jokes, of course, as well. It's very funny, a lot of quick throwaway lines, a lot of funny references to all manner of Batman lore. All the other movies are referenced several times. There's stuff from the comics, all of it. If you're a Batman nerd, you'll love it. You've probably already seen it. As for the plot, I don't really remember it. It's Batman versus all of his enemies, mostly the Joker. Plus, there's a variety of other movie monsters. I won't spoil the surprises, but there are plenty of surprises all the way through the movie. Mostly the story itself revolves around Batman having to learn to accept love and friendship and that being alone is not as good as having friends and family. Obviously, it's kids' fair, but it's you know, easily fun enough for everyone. I heard lots of grown-ups laughing in the theater and laughing hard, including myself. The kids seemed to enjoy it, too. Maybe near the end you could sort of feel a general restlessness growing in the theater. That's a weird phenomenon if you ever come across that. Uh, but, I mean, that's what comes from asking kids to sit still for 90 minutes. That's a tall order, even when the movie is awesome. It's getting great reviews, 91% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's made a lot of money, more than $200 million around the world heading into this weekend, and I loved it. Four couch cushions out of five for the Lego Batman movie. And I'll just quickly barrel through. I saw four movies this week. I Holy had a, smokes. I had a Jeff Braun kind of yeah. week. I started it with John Wick Chapter 2. John Wick. You're not very good at retiring. I'm working on it. Similar opinion as you had. I, I liked it, just not as much as the first one. Right. I thought that they... I really liked the how they expanded the universe because that's one of the things I really enjoyed about the first one is how they kind of introduced us to this bizarre world of... The Continental Hotel. Yeah, this weird world where there's all these assass there's assassin culture and they expanded that in this film. I thought it was almost too much. Like, yeah. how many assassins are there out there? <laughs> how many people are there to kill? 
killed. Some scenes it seemed like everyone was an assassin. So that was a little silly, but I still enjoyed it. It was a great action movie, and I really, it's just so imaginative and different. So I would give that three and a half couch cushions out of five. I followed that by watching Arrival. You'll be reporting to me, but you'll be working with him when you're in the show. That's what they call him, the UFO. Finally got around to watching some Oscar movies. Yeah. Wait until after the Oscars were done. I like to stay relevant, you see. So <laughs> I really... Now I get all the jokes Jimmy Kimmel was telling. <laughs> yeah. I really wanted to see Arrival when it was in theaters. I was excited for months leading up to it, and then I didn't go to see it. Yep. So I'm glad I finally got around to it. Did it blow it, your mind? It was extraordinary. I really enjoyed that. I think I would give Arrival four and a half couch cushions out of five. I would then, I then saw Moonlight. What's you, what's you looking at me like that for? What, man? Come on, you just drove down here? Yeah. The, of course, the best picture winner after the sort Oops. of snafu at the yep. Oscars. Moonlight, uh... In in short, I would describe this film as miraculous. I think you. Uh, it's you almost loved it. a perfect film, isn't it? Yeah, I was, so I would give it four and a half couch cushions out of five. It was very good. And then the next day, I watched. So on Monday, I watched Arrival. Tuesday, I watched Moonlight. Wednesday, I watched Manchester by the Sea. Do you actually have sex with these girls? Well, we don't just play computer games with both of them. I expected to just sit there and cry for two hours. That based it would on, just be a somber thing. And I was stunned to, and, and pleasantly surprised to see how much humor was injected into this otherwise brutally painful story. But uh, You wouldn't be able to sit through it without the... Without the humor, yeah. yeah. And I mean, the, the script was hilarious and it was so nicely acted by everyone involved, but I really enjoyed the humor. And you're right, it would have just been impossible to watch without the humor. I would give that one four couch cushions out of five. And as good as Manchester by the Sea was... I immediately went back and watched half of Moonlight again. Oh, really? I just, I needed to, I was compelled to watch Moonlight again. So it was a good week for movies. I enjoyed it, and I should not have waited until after the Oscars to start watching it. That's all the time we have. I'm Brett. He's Jeff. We are the Couch Potatoes. Remember, if it requires getting up off the couch, don't bother. This is 680 CJOB.